Well, the 20th and final round of the NBL season continues tonight when the New Zealand Breakers host the Brisbane Bullets. That's at Spark Arena. Liam Santa Maria is an NBL analyst, of course, for ESPN and 10 Peach. Liam, welcome to you. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me. Good to talk again. Is this a finish for the ladder predictor nuts? It would it would appear so. <laughs> yeah, I think the ladder predictor is getting a good solid <laughs> workout right now. Um, yeah, look, as it often does, uh, the NBL race to the, the postseason is coming right down to the wire. Uh, we're one game into the final round, and uh, whilst the uh, the Illawarra Hawks, the Cinderella story that they are, locked themselves into the postseason last night, there's Still a lot of uncertainty and a fair bit to play out over uh, the next couple of days. So United's safe on top. If I got that right, they can't be usurped, can they? Correct. Regular yep. season champions, clinched it, and it's been a terrific campaign from, from Dean Vickerman and his group. So the tightest, it must be the tightest season in recent memory. I don't know that's a, a claim that gets thrown out a bit in all sports, but it's, uh, it's, there's a lot of positions up for grabs here. So it's a final six system, but it has a play-in component too, doesn't it? That's right. So one and two, uh, that's going to be Melbourne and Perth. They qualified directly into um, a semi-final series, essentially. Um, and then uh, third through to sixth need to go through a, a little bit of a play-in type setup to make their way uh, into those semi-finals and, and take on those top two finishes. So a third and fourth, they'll each have a, a second chance. Fifth and sixth, they play a play-in game that's essentially elimination final, and we march on from there. But you've got to be in it to win it. So there's, we're down to three teams, Brisbane, New Zealand, and Sydney, who are going to need to squeeze their way into the last, uh, into two spots. Yep. So, um, yeah, these last few games, there's a lot on the line. So who do you like? I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> well, there's a huge game taking place tonight in New Zealand. Brisbane in New Zealand and essentially, the winner uh, gets their way in. Uh, Brisbane, that'll land them on 14 wins. If you hit 14 and 14, you've, you've locked yourself in. And it'd put New Zealand at 13 wins, but with a really healthy percentage. So that one's going to be a huge one. I actually like Brisbane, the road team, mm. in that to lock themselves in because uh, they've been really solid all season and they just need to finish the job tonight. And and then New Zealand and Sydney will, um, <laughs> they'll still need to fight it out for those last couple of spots. And to be honest, I think the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix might upset the Sydney Kings again this week on Saturday night. And that'll put, I think, New Zealand breakers into the mix. So I like Brisbane and New Zealand for those last two spots. And we're talking to Liam Santamaria, and you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN, of course, you mentioned the uh, the ongoing fairy tale that's the Illawarra Hawks land, but what about the side on the other side of it last night, the Wildcats? Now, second on the NBL ladder, what you don't want, I imagine, at any time, but particularly coming into the pointy end of the of the year and the campaign is injury problems and uh, an injury scare to their MVP favourite, of course, Bryce Cotton, last night. Yeah, and not just Bryce Cotton, either Christian Doolittle, one of their really important uh, players and import uh, forward, uh, took a hit. To his shoulder and uh, spent the rest of the game sitting on the sidelines with us in a sling. And yeah, when you combine that with a knee to knee contact with Bryce Cotton, that was a nightmare for the Wildcats last night. Tough spot to be in this last couple of rounds. They've got to play two road games and they can't move out of second spot. They can't get first. They can't fall into third. So it's almost like they'd sort of prefer to not even have to play these games, but they do need to. And um, they're a little banged up after what took place in Wollongong last night. They've got to head down to Tasmania, take on the Jack Jumpers 
tomorrow night and it's going to be fascinating to see who's in uniform and how head coach John really goes about that game. What level of angst exists in the competition at the moment, Liam, between, I guess, the coaches and the referees? Now, all, all clubs, all sports rather, wrestle with this and and no one's ever going to be completely happy and mistakes are going to be made. Has there been an increased agitation here or um, the, how do you see the performance of the refs and I guess the interaction between um, between them and particularly the coaches on the on the sidelines on any given night? Yeah, well, I mean, one thing that happens in basketball is the refs, the coaches are right there yeah. in the ears, the ears of the refs. So it's always pretty visible. We put the mics on the refs, on the coaches and the refs. Uh, during the broadcast, so it's always very audible as well when you're watching on from home. Um, I reckon there's just a lot of tension around the league in, you know, in total. To be honest, Sam. I mean, um, the players are pretty agitated with each other. Um, there's everybody's on high alert because the season's so close. And as a result, whenever there's a you know a call that doesn't go their way, the the, the coaches are up and about. Obviously, the CEO Dave Stevenson for the league um, put out a you know a statement midway through the year uh, calling for a zero tolerance approach to referee abuse, and you know I think that's had a good impact just to calm everybody down from going uh, going too far in those types of conversations. So everyone's now pretty cautious to make sure they get their point across. They use their coaches' challenge wisely because that's always there up your sleeve as a as a coach or or as a team. And, um, you know, we respect the referees and the job that they're trying to get done, which is not an easy one by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. So Melbourne United, let's come back to them. They're in action tonight, uh, I think, anyway, 7.30 tip-off against Cairns. And I think Cairns are the only team Melbourne have not beaten at least once this season. So this is one the United would want to tick off as well coming in. Yeah, a bit of a bogey side. The type fans for, for Melbourne, they've beaten them at John Kane Arena. They've beaten them at the Cairns Convention Centre. And, you know, it's a funny old game. Melbourne, they're, gonna, they're the regular season champs, but they themselves have two games this weekend to tick off. And mm. the Taipans, well, they're out of the race now for, for postseason action. So they're just looking to finish off their season on a high in front of their home fans. Um, interested to see how Dean Vickerman goes about it. No doubt he'll rotate his guys um, pretty regularly, guys who don't necessarily get a whole heap of burn on a regular uh, basis will get plenty of run, I think, over these two games. And you're right, though. They'll be looking to finish the season off um, with a high level of play, some winning form and momentum. So they go into what's going to be a little bit of a break, the FIBA break, and then you know not playing in those playing games before they have to step out and post game one of a semi-final series. Yeah, I wanted to stop here for a moment, Liam, because I think all coaches and managers wrestle with this when their position is assured. And, and when I say wrestle with it, I mean, you know, do you, do you time manage? Do you give players a rest? and Or do you keep going the way you're going? Because as you just touched on there, this could be, well, this could be their last game against proper opposition for what, as, as long as three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's going to be a while. So, you know, and then I think the coaches get nervous. I think Dean Vickerman would see what happened with the Wildcats last night where mm. the key guys get a little banged up and it would, <laughs> would make him sort of you know, think back over everything uh, in that regard, heading up to far north Queensland. So it's a tough one, and we've seen it work in different ways for different teams over the years. And Dean Vickerman has good experience in this regard. He's, when he was with the Breakers, a Melbourne United team, um, rested guys in the final round of the season against his squad and then the breakers came over and knocked them out of the finals in straight sets and then 
for Vickerman himself, coaching Melbourne United a couple of seasons ago, they took it easy against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers in the final game of the season, got run over, then had to play them in a semi-final series, and the Jackies had a whole bunch of confidence and knocked them out in, in Game 3 at John Kane Arena. So it's a tricky one for coaches and teams to manage because you want to keep you guys playing well, in form, but you want them healthy as well when the whips get cracking. Yeah. In the and it'd be keeping him awake at night, I reckon, Dean Vickerman. And just on his Melbourne United then, Liam, what, what, how convinced are you on the campaign they've put together? 19-7 and seven on the season, of course, are coming into tonight. Are they runaway favourites or are you, you've left the door ajar? And, and, and who is the more likely challenger? I think they're certainly deserving of being very strong favourites heading into the to the uh, postseason. I mean, they've been they've been terrific. You know, they've been the top team all year. They've really stamped their authority on the season from from go to woe. A, a little bit of a hiccup uh, during January when they played seven straight games on the road. But um, you know, they've got another. They've got such depth of talent, and they've got a level that they can get to defensively led by guys like Matthew Delavadova and Shay Yilly, that I don't think any other team can get to and can, can um, you know, overcome. So I think that, you know, for me, it's their championship to lose at this point. Perth, if they're healthy with Bryce Cotton, are always a huge danger. And the Jack Jumpers have proven to be um, a very, very solid team every time they step out on the floor and, and a tough beat. But... I think if Melbourne play to their level, they should be able to go through and hoist the trophy. I've got to get to a Jack Jumpers game next time I'm down in, down in Tassie. I'm, d- I'm down there a bit, Liam. Can you help me out? Just on the game, I love the product. Uh, from a family point of view, it's a great um, sporting experience going on to watching an NBL game. It's just come so far. What do you reckon in your experience, that I'll put you on the spot here, the best fan experiences in the NBL? Who, do, who puts on the best show? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, geez, it's a good time in Perth. With the, uh, with the Red Army and yep. the passion that they have, the show that they put on. I think the Melbourne teams do a, do a terrific job as well. The families love to go to those games. But I think you, you're right about Tassie. I'm actually going down to call the Tassie-Perth game at my State Bank Arena uh, tomorrow night. It's going to be my first time in the venue. Nice. So, um, you know, it's been fun to, to watch and call those games remote because of the tremendous atmosphere that they have down there in Hobart. But I'm going to get a, a first-hand taste of it tomorrow night, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, good on you. Enjoy it. Yeah, it's intimate down there. They haven't overreached either. So, and I think that goes into creating the atmosphere that it does. Hey, Liam, thanks for breaking it all down with us. Looking forward to, to the playoffs uh, in a couple of weeks and appreciate your insights this morning. Cheers, Sam. Great to chat. There's Liam Santa Maria there from ESPN and 10 Peach. He's our NBL NBL analyst and our go-to man. You can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN.